This is Season 3, Episode 13 of the Language Mastery Show. I'm your host, John Fotheringham. In today's episode, I bring you something a little special. This is an excerpt of my interview I did with Katsumoto from All Japanese All the Time back in 2010. He's no longer active in the language blogosphere, but he remains one of the greatest influences on me in my views and philosophies on language learning, and I think that his lessons are still extremely important and helpful. While his Japanese level was extremely impressive, what really impressed me was how he learned. He managed to get to a really high level of fluency in just 18 months while attending university in the United States. And this was back in 2004, and he managed to immerse himself in Japanese pretty much 24-7, even with far fewer tools and resources then than are available today. To hear the entire interview, go to japanesemastery.com, and you can get this as part of my Master Japanese digital bundle. All right, without further ado, here is part of my conversation with Katsumoto. I, I see you also learn Chinese, and have you ever dabbled in other languages, or...? I have, yeah. I, so I tell myself now, and this is actually kind of true, I used to feel guilty about it because for the longest time, with Japanese, I basically applied a, almost a monolingual model. Right, uh, basically became Japanese all the time. Yeah, and I, that was what I was going on. But, you know, of course, I, 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 did, I, did, do, I did do, you know, housekeeping stuff in English, like uh, housekeeping stuff like, like finishing school and everything. But... Uh, but I, I, I tell myself now, and it's actually turned out to be true, that other languages are kind of uh, a lab. I play with other languages, and I find out interesting techniques that you can then use. I can then use, uh, I can apply to languages that are higher priority at the time. Right. So let's say, I, yeah, I was playing with some stuff in, I was playing some stuff in German. I was like, well, German, Finnish. I was like, if I had to learn Finnish now, what would I do? How would I go about that? And then I came, so I then came up with some stuff that now I'm now, Using that's bubble back to into Chinese and and then up up all the way into Japanese. Can you share some of those things? Uh, yeah, uh, um, just like different. Uh, it's really simple, actually. When you explain, it, it's it's kind of it's just a little format for uh, cards, for SRS cards that uses uh, closed editions. Um, and the funny thing about it is, well, the two funny things. I guess the one one is that um, this is just an uh, I guess a theory or something, but. Um, I'm thinking it's actually maybe it's hard to be innovative with your techniques in, well, it's not hard, but just unlikely you'll be innovative with your techniques in a language you've been working with a long time because you're, you're used to what you're doing. Right. And so you don't have, a, you know, and it may not be good, it may not be perfect, but it, it worked well enough and it's gotten you this far and you don't know if changing will just, you don't know if changing will like take you back. Whereas in right. a fresh language, well, you have nothing to lose really, literally, and yeah, everything again, nothing to lose, and you don't even know what's happening. So that uh, going back to basics, going back to being confused and helpless. What I mean is that I approach language learning as if there is one the correct answer, and they, they and right. well, what happens is, or what happens is, uh, let's say someone comes and they read, let's say Asia, or they, let's say they read Asia, they read uh, foreign language mastery. And they become very obsessed with not getting it wrong. So people send me emails like, is this right? Is this okay? We become to them the new orthodoxy, you know? Right. No, that, that's, is, that's, that's a good point. Know, that's these things, yeah, and, you know, a lot of the stuff I, I wrote a while ago, it's, 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 been, it's been updated. My, you know, I think things change. You need to be able to, to tweak things, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. And 
But that's the other thing. Uh, I, yeah, so I guess if we have the courage to make small changes, I guess I had to take that courage because there wasn't anyone to tell me what to do. I wanted someone to tell me what to do. Right. But I had the courage to make small changes and, and try them. And maybe I use... Uh, yeah, use the the idea of trying trying things out. You know, giving get, trying things out. Maybe since it's a language, you might need to try stuff out. You know, uh, at times thirty to sixty days, see what's up. You know. So maybe we could go more into uh, what you did when you first started out. Oh, what I did. Okay. Uh, I mean, what what yeah. exactly you know is the all Japanese all the time method? Of course, the name sort of gives it away, but yeah, uh, uh, I, you know. Uh, I'll, I'll start at midnight. I'll start at midnight. Uh, I'm falling asleep to like uh, a news podcast, which I picked because it's monotonous. It's 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 not like uh, I made the mistake once of picking a lot of the rings to sleep to, and you know halfway through Frodo screaming and I'm waking up. It's like it wasn't good. But so I picked something monotonous to the, something monotonous, something quiet, something you know it's always going to be the same volume to listen to. Uh, and I, I fall asleep to that, and then it's I don't know maybe it's I don't know seven eight o'clock I wake up and the the news is still playing and as it's you know as I'm waking up I'm I'm hearing it as well and maybe just before I wake up my dreams have been in Japanese as well. Uh, so I wake up, then I get uh re- I get ready you know to go to campus. I play something louder. Then I basically walk down to campus and eat at the same time or something crazy like that, and while listening to some music. That I had whenever I'm walking between classes, I have my headphones on between. So when I'm in the class, well, occasionally I would try to uh, listen to the class with with one with one headphone on, but it I didn't do that all the time. It was it, it only I only did it if I if my concentration would allow, you know, both to happen. Or if um, the lecture was too boring. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and if, I, if I could pick it up enough from the lecture and listen to that, I would. But if I you know, if the lecture was well done and I, I need to listen to it really, and I I couldn't. And it was too distracting, then I wouldn't do that. Uh, now, this I would, was all in the st- all while in the states, correct? Yeah, in the states. Yeah, this right. is all this is in the states. Uh, I would take uh, my notes in the shorthand that I made up. It wasn't uh, any language. It just it uses kanji and katakana, but it's like mixed. You know, it's all with uh, with all these. I know. F- f- I guess fake words make up made out of kanji neologisms. I guess. If you <laughs> And, uh, Katsumoto go. Yeah, Katsumoto go. And uh, so, yeah, that's how I take my classroom notes. Um, then I get out of class and I uh, use an SRS, a space repetition system, for my school stuff as well, for regular school stuff. And then go to the lab, uh, listen to Japanese while coding, then go to uh, work at another lab where I, you know, help people at this desk. Um, and I would listen, if no one was talking to me, I'd be listening to Japanese the whole time there and surfing the internet. Uh, then uh, maybe have another class, then go home, play games, or read. And yeah, that's, that's, that's one day just about all. Yeah, and then I might play Frisbee as well. And walking to Frisbee, I'd uh, read while walking. Uh, during like, if I took a break from the game, I, I'd read during the break. Uh, and the, but you know, while playing, I just you know played normally, and that was about uh, that was I guess a normal enough day. Pretend, yeah, I know. Pretend I'm a I'm a Japanese student. I'm yeah. studying in a formal classroom setting. 
Oh, wow. That's, all, all, okay. I, all I know is that, you know, you got to memorize grammar rules and vocabulary lists and, and uh, you know, translate back and forth and, and think your way through the language. So what would you tell me to sort of pull, I guess, pull me away from the dark side? The quick thing I tell you is one is that, okay, well, you don't have to, well, you know, if you're in a Japanese class, you at least, well, maybe thinking that you can do this somehow, just, but you're just mistaken about that, that person just mistaken about, you know, who can help them do it or how it's going to happen. But, uh, one, one thing I would say is to, like I said, but let's say for, let's say for the sake of argument, they're in this Japanese class, but they don't think they can learn Japanese really. Uh, you know, I, I would say, well, just suspend your disbelief anyway. Well, ask yourself what you would do if you could do it is one just ask you know ask the question what what that's the question i, I was always asking a question well what would ja- i was really asking wwjd what would jared do jared from the pretender who could pretend to be anything like if jared had to pretend to be japanese what would he do and that's that's really the pattern that's really the in a notch in, in a notch that was the paradigm i was going with and so that led me you know let me to attempting to in many cases simulate things that native kids had and that's that's the other thing that's what i hate about classes is how they act the it's not anything it's quite explicit in the classroom is the idea is that you will have to be bored and suffer and learn this stuff now so that you can have any amount of fun right and so what that says is that like having fun learning by having fun isn't for you you kids you kids are you kids are now you kids are here in the ghetto and only kids who are born of the purest japanese stock get to read comics in order to learn get to learn japanese by reading comics you know and i hated that you know i was like no this sucks like i'm not going to be stuck here i'm not going to read you know what is it japanese the spoken language for like five years you know you know you get to a really uh, i think interesting point there which is There's this belief, I think, among a lot of people, and uh, definitely those I think that I have sort of attacked me the hardest on my blog. Uh, there aren't many, yeah. but there are a few. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they tend to look at language as if it has to be austere. You know, it has to be yeah. this this yeah. painful mm-hmm. academic, you know, dry process, and that anything that's not like that is, is somehow childish or, uh, yeah. you know. It almost belittles the process if it's easy. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, which is yeah. just—I mean—it's ridiculous. It's um, it's bad. Like you know, I you know I don't want any part of that. You know, I, I don't even argue them because like they'll just make me sad and take away my my happy Teletubby sunshine. You know, so <laughs> I, you know, I was like, you know, you know, I I guess well, this isn't the best example, but you know, I I kind of I know the power of TV because I I you know I, I grew up I I grew up mostly in in Kenya and. But but you know we watch a lot of American TV. By the time I went to the U.S., you know I I could talk to people in the U.S. as if I had grown up with them. You did, but I hadn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> never, I, and yeah, I hadn't. I had never been to the U.S. until I was uh, seventeen. Right. Until I went to university. So so in that in that small way, I, I know the power of TV to to I know what you brainwash. I would say brainwash. <laughs> brainwash informed to you know to really to really bridge a uh, geographical gap you know what are your favorite uh, japanese tv shows uh right what okay they're kind of they're, they're really nerdy i like bakusho mondai bakumon gakumon bakusho mondai no nippon no kyoyo i think that's the full name it's the show it's really cool no don't make fun of me it's really cool what they do is <laughs> they go they go um around and basically um they go around to like the uh, top professors in these fields, and they talk with them for an hour about their research. So it's sort of like a, 
a prolonged TED talk in Japanese. Yeah, it's a TED talk in Japanese, but like yeah, directly to the professor, and they go around. They show he shows them the lab. He or she, sorry, he or she shows them the lab and all this stuff. And of uh, course,、oh, cool. and、um, and you know, and the, what's cool is you have a professor, you know, who's really like. You know, doing cutting edge research in the field, like you know,、uh, professor, prof- professor, professor Ishiguro, who does, you know, who's making these like,、uh, you know, unnervingly human-looking robots, you know,、uh-huh. based on his daughter. It's like real life AI,、uh, the Spielberg movie, right? And,、uh, and then you have these two comedians. You know, they're comedians, and they are. I think they also, you know, they. I, I think they. I think they, they dropped out of university to. Uh, uh, What, as 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 their careers picked up, and so the very they that、uh, that gap because you know the one one、uh, thing that often happens with professors because they are always communicating with people who know what they're talking about they get a bit、uh, they tend to get a bit they can tend to get a bit、uh, removed from、right. what it feels to not know anything right and so yeah these comedians there like also and and. And also, I think people who talk to professors don't want to look bad, so they'll often, you know, they, maybe they'll read up before, or maybe they won't. They'll they won't ask questions for fear of seeming dumb. Even grad students will like avoid asking questions. I feel you know to avoid looking dumb. But you know these, and or you know, or they just treat them with deference, and they won't tell them when an explanation sucks. You know, <laughs> not gonna stand in front of Stephen Hawking and be like, yeah, that sucks, dude. Whatever. But like, these comedians will do that sometimes. Be like, I don't know, man, really. Because <laughs> the professor will say something amazing, like you know, I think this is the direction that humanity's taking, and they're like. Whatever. Wait, what does that really mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know, but well, well, and you know, the two of them is you know, it's Japanese bokets komi, right? Right. So you know, so Otto be like, well, yeah, right. You know, he'll he'll play. Sometimes he'll just be playing devil's advocate. Sometimes he'll really be like, I don't know, man. What if you think? What do you think? What if you think? You know, you know, be- wakes up like Skynet and kills all humanity. What then? Ha ha ha. You know, unintended consequences. You know, and <laughs> and um. And he'll be, and you know, and Otto will be like, "That's rude." You know, Tanaka will be like, "Otto, that's rude. Stop it." I'm sorry, Professor. He didn't mean that. He'll be like, "No, no, no."、Right. He makes a point.、Um, it is, you know, and, and it'll really. I don't know. It's a really good show. I like it. So that's, that's one of my、great. favorite. I used to like Enten Okami Sama. I don't see it much anymore. I guess I still do like it if it were on.、Uh, which is they just do、um, comedy skits and also stand-up comedy. But it's not like American stand-up comedy though. But it's comedy on stage. Also, well, this is something actually a lot of people don't know about.、Uh, you can watch American shows have been dubbed into many of the languages in the world. You know, and you can watch American TV shows, especially in German and Japanese that I know. Probably, yeah, French too, definitely. I imagine, and、um, those are the ones just that, that I just. Those are just the ones I know of, and so.、Right. And then you already know the context, and so it's a, yeah, a, it's, it's a skip it's, and a jump to. And what's even funny is watching crap movies, crappy English movies in Japanese is really entertaining. <laughs> like, like crap, you know, predictable, like the the most, like you know, the dialogue that's written by the dialogue machine, right? And like, like the, the Expendables or something. I, you know, I was like you. I was still in my, you know, first quarter of the Japanese game, and I could predict. I was, I was predicting the, I was predicting the dialogue in Resident Evil in Japanese. <laughs> Was so funny. So really, those B movies like that, those action movies, they're so you know like get down. You know it's gonna you know. Gonna <laughs> In fact, the Japanese will improve it because these the acting or the voice acting. You know, Japanese voice actors are really the profession. I guess is really highly developed here. So yeah. Let me tell you something interesting, John. Like you know, movies. Uh, some someone was saying this. Um, I think it was uh Thomas at Antimon. Who inspired Ajak, by the way? And Tomas, he was saying, you know, movies are written. I know it wasn't. It wasn't Tomas, but Tomas would have said it. 
He talks about how movies are written are written to be understated. Mm. Are written to be, you know, subtle. The dialogue's written, you know, they're trying to be, you know what I mean? They're not trying to be Captain Obvious to you and so for you. And so, so actually to watch a movie in your foreign language can, can be a bit of, can be a jump for you sometimes. Yeah, so I guess, you know, don't be discouraged if, if, if you watch a movie and you feel blown away, for example, it's because, you know, the movie is trying to be subtle. Right. For native uh, speakers. Native speakers. So they can enjoy because they don't want to watch things like Resident Evil, you know, <laughs> they just think so much Resident Evil, but it's very good for learning other languages. So, yeah. yep. that, that's I hope a, you... I'm putting it in. That's a good tip. Watch corny movies. Watch corny movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the beginning we kind of talked about what, what worked for you. Maybe yeah. uh, talk a little about what didn't work for you. Are there any experiments uh, that failed or, or things? That yeah, failed? so many. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. I think, you know, I think unfortunately, um, Fortunately or unfortunately, in some ways, unfortunately, like, you know, uh, Asia, um, my, my site, you know, contains what worked at the time. And it's, it's, you know, all the, it's distilled. So it, it seems like you know, there was this perfect straight line of action and everything was, you know, hunky-dory. And, well, I'll tell you some interesting things. I didn't believe, I found a lot, a lot of the methods I ended up using, I was, I found very suspect. Uh, and this is another interesting thing that beginners, you know, they think they have to suffer and they think it has to be hard. So what what didn't work? A lot of things didn't work. You know, a lot of things I tried and dropped. Um, you're talking about the Japanese, right? Or any language? I mean, any language. okay, I with can- it applies. So with with Cantonese, trying to be very, trying to be as rigidly uh, monolingual in my sources as I had been with Japanese did not work. Huh. And that's because that? infrastructural issues in Japan in Cantonese, uh, not with the language itself, but with the infrastructure around the language, the culture around the language. You know, uh, Cantonese is exists in, uh, in a state of what's called a uh, in a very uh, in a very uh, no, not stark. I say, but you know, a very clear state of what would be called diglossia, right? Exactly. Right. And, and so, and so, you know, standard written Chinese is considered you know, the written version of Cantonese. It's not considered any, you know, it's, it's, it's pronounced in Cantonese, but like at the same time is the written form is, you know, has in, in very specific ways is, is different from the spoken form. And so you, you're not going to, but like, but at the same time, you know, all the written sources, not all, but you know, most of your written sources are going to be in, especially written learning sources are going to be in, you know, standard Chinese written in standard Chinese. Right. And so, yeah. And so there are issues like, so, you know, you sometimes need, to mix mix and match be and that's the other thing i guess is ah john this is a big one not to get dogmatic mm. pragmatic and not dogmatic about how you're doing it and you know just because like ajat says this you know so what right you know and just because you know your teacher says this so what it doesn't matter like you know you have to pick something that works you have to you, you and it's interesting you know a lot you know i, I find a lot of people seem, to, as one person said, they they seem to talk about language methods as if it's as if it were their opinion on abortion, you know. And wow, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like like at least when it comes to language learning, be agnostic, you know, just like whatever. Yep. Just don't do things because someone said so. Do it because it works, really. Yeah, and you See? enjoy it. Yeah, and you enjoy it, even yeah. if it doesn't work that well. It doesn't work. You, you try it. Yeah, and it needs to. Ah, that is another big thing. It doesn't. That that is another big thing. You're right, John, because people often will try to find the most efficient method. So they ask, "What's the most efficient thing?" You know, right? And it's like, well, no. First of all, if it, it's not. It doesn't matter how efficient it is if you don't do it. If it's so, if it's so exactly. distasteful, you what, don't what do is it. it that there's a quote uh, I, a bad method you do is better than a, a perfect method you never do or something yeah like that. no it's, it's that's huge and so yeah a method to uh, the truly a method needs to not only be effective but also be palatable to you and not just palatable enjoyable mm-hmm. to you sustainable. Uh, so, yeah sustainable yeah 
tuna. And if it's not, it doesn't matter how good an idea it is. If it can't be sustained, then it might as well. Yeah, not exa- it is just as they say in Japanese, uh, stuff on paper. What is it? Kijo no kuron. An empty, an empty, empty discussion on the table. Mm. <laughs> Translate that literally. That's good. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this special excerpt of my 2010 interview with Katsumoto from All Japanese All the Time. To listen to the complete interview, go to japanesemastery.com and there you can get my guide and also other expert interviews with other linguists, polyglots, and language experts. Uh, the guide and the interview show you exactly how to set up an immersion environment to learn Japanese anywhere in the world. And this is particularly helpful during the ongoing COVID pandemic. So no matter where you are, you really can learn Japanese. All right, that's all for this week. We'll see you next time.